0: Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like sitting in a playpen of kittens. Just an enjoyable experience. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about Animal Crossing and how it links to the ancient practice of Ikigai and uh, Molly's going to join me on this episode. We're going to talk about how Animal Crossing has been helpful for us in managing some of our mental health day to day and why it's having such positive effects on uh, a lot of people, but mostly sharing our experience and what that looks like so without further ado let's hit the button and do the thing on dopamine let's go Drums, <laughs> Hey friend, welcome back to Dopamine. I am your host, C-Note, a.k.a. Christian Rivera. I am with my lovely partner, friend, colleague, Love. Holly. I don't know. There's <laughs> all sorts of ways that you could put it. Something weird about that word. <laughs> Hi, I'm Molly. <laughs> Of, again. Of the Darling Revolution. You're still going by that, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Things change all the time. Even when we live together. I have no idea. That's, um, yeah. That's
1: still happen. my business name. The Darling <laughs> Revolution.
0: <laughs> so if this is the uh, second or third podcast that you've listened to at this point, uh, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating and review. That'd be amazing. And uh, share your favorite episode that you listened to so far with a friend or family member. That'd be rad. So... Today, we're going to be talking about Animal Crossing and Ikigai, which is a Japanese concept that I'm going to share a little bit about uh, with you. So I wanted to, before we get into uh, explaining a little bit of like what we're uh, feeling around Animal Crossing, I want to share a little bit from this book called Ikigai, The Japanese Secret uh, to a Long and Happy Life, which is one of my personal favorite books recently.
1: I really wanted to make a joke like, Icky guy, what? Icky guy.
0: <laughs> He's so icky. Uh, <laughs> is that racist? I don't know. It's not.
1: No, it's, <laughs> just what this, it's what the word sounded like. <laughs> right.
0: It's, uh, the book is by I Hector... Don't
1: speak Japanese. <laughs> I
0: know, right? You just hear it and like, Icky. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, the book is by Hector Garcia and um, Francis Morales. So I want to read both to share little bit with you, Molly, and with my audience member here listening, yeah. to uh, to share a little bit of what um, the word means, and then kind of how it translates to animal crossing.
1: I have read this book. Have but you? I, yeah, I'm oh. sneaky. I read lots of books all at once. You
0: plow through books I really do. fast. I do. I
1: love reading. <laughs> But you can read to me. That's fine. Okay, fine. Everyone would love it.
0: Well, we've been reading to each other. You've been reading to me. So uh, I'm going to return the favor.
1: It's not like a kinky thing either, you guys. It's like I'm reading Sapiens, which is like a book about the human history of of humans.
0: It's totally a kinky thing. Um, So (laughs) I'm just going to read a little bit of the prologue. Um, Actually, I'm going to read the entire prologue, but it's really short. Uh, Ikigai—a mysterious word. So this book first came into being on a rainy night in Tokyo, when authors sat down together for the first time in one of the city's tiny bars. We had we read we had read each other's work, but had never met, thanks to the thousands of miles that separate Barcelona from the capital of Japan. Then a mutual acquaintance put us in touch launching a friendship that led to this project and seems destined to last a lifetime. The next time we got together, a year later, we strolled through a park in downtown Tokyo and ended up talking about trends in Western psychology, specifically logotherapy. And is it logotherapy or logotherapy? Do you know?
1: I don't know. Let me see. I'm
0: going to say logotherapy.
1: I thought it was logotherapy.
0: We'll go with logotherapy then. (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. (laughs) Um, I'm going to, I'm going to cover that in another, uh, podcast. We're going to
1: find out what it is.
0: We will deal with that On the next episode. (laughs) Right. Which helps find their purpose in life. We remarked that Viktor Frankl's logotherapy had gone out of fashion among practicing therapists who favored other schools of psychology. Though people still search for meaning in what they do and how they live, we ask ourselves things like, what is the meaning of life? Is the point just to live longer, or should I seek a higher purpose? Why do some people know what they want and have a passion for life, while others languish in confusion? At some point in our conversation, the mysterious word ikigai came up. Ikigai. (laughs) Uh, This Japanese concept, which translates roughly as the, the happiness of always being busy, is like logotherapy, but it goes a step beyond. It also seems to be one way of explaining the extraordinary longevity of the Japanese, especially on the island of Okinawa, where there are 24... What? What? Oh, okay. There are 24.55 people. That's a weird way of explaining that. <laughs> there are 24.55 people over the age of 100 uh, for every 100,000 inhabitants, far more than the global average. Those who study... Why the inhabitants of this island in the south of of Japan live longer than people anywhere else in the world believe that one of the keys, in addition to a healthful diet, a simple life in the outdoors, green tea and the subtropic climate, its average temperature, much like Hawaii, is the ikigai that shapes their lives. While researching this concept, we discovered that not a single book in the field of psychology or personal development is dedicated to bringing this philosophy to the West. Is Ikigai the reason there are more centenarians in Okinawa than anywhere else? How does it inspire people to stay active until the very end? What is the secret to a long uh, long and happy life? As we explored the matter further, we discovered that one place in particular, o- Ogimi, a rural town to the north, uh, on the north end of the island with a population of 3,000, boasts the highest ex- life expectancy in the world, a fact that has earned it the nickname the Village of Longevity. Okinawa is where most of Japan's... Uh, I can never pronounce Japanese words very well. Shikawasa, a lime-like lime-like fruit that packs an extraordinary antioxidant punch comes from it could be ogimi's secret to long life or could that be ogimi's secret to long life or is it the purity of the water that is used to brew the moringa tea we decided to go to uh, to go study the secrets of the japanese centenaries in person after a year of preliminary research we arrived in the village where residents speak an ancient dialect and practice an animist religion that features long-haired, uh, long-haired <laughs> forest sprites. You called- doing
1: okay over there? <laughs>
0: I, my, my vision starts to get blurry after I read for a little while. That's why I have a hard time with reading.
1: I can read
0: the rest if you want. Uh, we'll, well, I'll find a stopping point. Okay. Unagaya. <laughs> <laughs> the features of the long-haired uh, forest spirits called Unagaya. With our cameras and recording devices in hand, as soon as we arrived, we could sense that incredible friendliness of its residents, who laughed and joked incessantly amid, amid lush green hills fed by crystalline waters. You want to read the last page and a half?
1: sure why not (laughs) as we conducted our interviews with the eldest residents of the town we realized that something far more powerful than just these natural resources was at work an uncommon joy flows from its inhabitants and guides them through the long and pleasurable journey of their lives Much like the residents in Animal Crossing. I added that part. (laughs) Again, the mysterious Ikigai. But what is it exactly? How do you get it? It never ceased to surprise us that this haven of nearly eternal life was located precisely in Okinawa, where 200,000 innocent lives were lost at the end of World War II. Rather than harbor animosity towards outsiders, however, Okinawans live by the principle of Ikoriba Chod, a local expression that means treat everyone like a brother even if you've never met them before. It turns out that one of the secrets to happiness of Ogimi's residents is feeling like part of a community. From an early age, they practice yumimaro or teamwork, and so are used to helping one another. Nurturing friendships, eating light, getting enough rest, and doing regular moderate exercise are all part of the equation of good health, but at the heart of the joie de vivre, joie de vivre. <laughs> joie de vivre. <laughs> nice Man, work. I'm French, and I didn't get that the first time. the the joie de vivre that inspires these centenarians to keep celebrating birthdays and cherishing each new day is their ikigai the purpose of this book is to bring the secrets of japan's centenarians to you and give you the tools to find your own ikigai because those who discover their ikigai have everything they need for a long and joyful journey through life
0: awesome so there first of all there's a reason why you do the reading and i don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I read I read the way you do out loud in my head uh pretty seamlessly, but I can't do it so well out loud. Um so I wanted to bring up Ikigai because much of the qualities that exist in the Animal Crossing world, in the least in my mind, match a lot of the philosophies of living a long life in the Ikigai sort of way. So some of those being like communities, kind of like always having something to do, being productive, being, you know, uh, contributing to the community, stuff like that. Um, But also it's just fun yeah. and it's gamified and it's part, it's simplified. So it's not like you're, you're actually getting sweaty. You're not
1: actually doing the manual labor, which is part of like <clears throat> guy. honestly. Like yes. we would be getting way more out of it if we were actually gardening and putting our hands in the dirt <laughs> ourselves. Like that's... Really beneficial, but since we're all in quarantine and we don't have garden space outside, it's really, really nice with Animal Crossing to be able to like garden. Like one of the things that I do, we both have our own like things that we like to do when we're on the island in mm-hmm. the Animal Crossing game. And I always go around and water all of the flowers mm-hmm. first, and that takes a while, but it's like really satisfying because they sparkle, and then they like <laughs> <laughs> they're all sparkly with the water, and then they start. Um, re-budding so like they they become more flowers and more flowers and our island has like a lot of flowers and it's like really satisfying because you're doing the same action every day but there's it's literally like tending a garden there's long-term effects
0: yeah I like having a pretty robust mental checklist of things to do like I wake up and there's a purpose <laughs> and I feel very similar to that in life but I feel like the way that it gets gamified in, in video games, it's like I think there's a there's the bridge between the way that we live on the island in Animal Crossing and how we can bring some of those elements into our life by including like the nature elements and the actual exercise and planting things. Like I think if we had a house because we were living in an apartment, mm-hmm. but I think if we had a house we would probably feel more inspired by animal crossing to like plant things. And
1: yeah. So and for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, cause we didn't really introduce the idea of animal crossing first. Like it's a video game. That's kind of like a simplified version of the Sims. Yeah. So basically you have your little person, your character, and then you start out with a tent and you slowly like weed the whole Island and then start developing infrastructure and grow your house and yes. then invite neighbors to come. And they're all like really cute animals. And there's a museum that you can like dig up fossils and contribute to. Um, you can like go fishing and then sell the fish. When you go back to the, the Island, it's like really, it's really fun. And there's always a lot of things to do. And I made fun of it at first when people were talking about it, because I was like, what's the point of that? It's all like, you're doing repetitive tasks, Yeah. but it's super calming to do those repetitive tasks every Mm -hmm. single day. You're just like living this really adorable life on an Island.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's, it's repetitive tasks with a purpose. Yeah. And I think that's for the some purpose t- of growth for the purpose of growth that that's measurable, mm-hmm. that is measurable in the game. You get a uh, quick feedback. But I, I think that's also um, something valuable to think about in life, not to like make it all serious or anything. But it's about I, I think of that in how like when I wake up and I have stuff to do, I do the things that f- are the most fulfilling for me. You know, and that includes self-care that includes like making sure I'm eating what I want to eat and, and which includes good food. And and, you know, I would love to do more things like taking care of my body and planting things and all of that stuff. But I think that's like those are some of the principles that I personally really enjoy is like. Just feeling like there's a sense of of purpose within like you're building this island and Tom Nook is giving <laughs> you uh, all of the incentive to build this island and he's like cheering you on. And- yeah. I mean, he's, he holds, he's essentially he outsourcing holds, to you. Right. But. He
1: holds ceremonies for everything. So yeah. if like there's a new person on the island or a new building or a building has expanded, he's like, we're going to hold a ceremony. Yay, let's have speeches. <laughs>
0: right. And all you have <laughs> to say really is, adorable. and all you have to say to make an effective speech is, yay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Or woo.
1: There's a little like clapping reaction you can do. <laughs> right.
0: So I, I think there's something to be said about it being so simple Mm -hmm. um but also just it's relaxing but it's not like you're sitting still you're enjoying what you're doing you're you're being productive in the measure of the game but Mm -hmm. productive in sense of purpose like I said you're doing something
1: yeah and that reminds me of the idea of Ikigai because it's like that idea of always being busy and I think think that because in our culture we're trying to kind of like get away from our worth being tied up in productivity it's had this like negative side effect of people ha- assuming that they need to kind of just like languish in their feelings for way longer <laughs> than yeah. they need to yeah. and like i'm i'm a feeler like i have introverted feeling and it's like really important to me to be with your feelings yeah but i think there's a difference between just like sitting there and being in your head for hours and hours and like keeping your hands busy. So one Mm -hmm. of the things that I've done in real life is I've gotten up every morning. I have like morning rituals. I journal. Mm -hmm. I do like doodles live with my Instagram followers and all of that. But that's been inspired from playing Animal Crossing because every time you log into Animal Crossing, there's like these rituals that you do and it makes you feel grounded and calm and comforted because Mm -hmm. they're repetitive, but they're for a purpose. And that's like, bled into my real life. And I yeah. feel like what you're saying with having purpose and keeping yourself busy, really like as the vitality of your life, like we're in quarantine right now, but I feel a lot of life vitality yeah. <laughs> because I have all of these rituals that I'm doing.
0: And I think it's, um, uh, to like kind of carry on with the purpose thing. It's like, Allowing for the opportunity to feel what flow feels like if Mm -hmm. you've never felt it before. Like there's there's obviously, you know, the the video game aspects, you're getting the feedback loop, all of that stuff. But there are elements of this game that feel like I mean, because it's, you know, it's Nintendo, it's a Japanese company. Mm -hmm. There's very obviously pulling from those sensibilities Um, and being able to experience those sensibilities is a way of really allowing for that, that feeling of flow to see how you translate that into life. Cause it's like, we talk about, or I've talked about on the show and, and you and I've talked about a lot about, mm-hmm. uh, about using your, your body as essentially a barometer for, for things like mm-hmm. when, if you can feel the difference between being in flow and being not in flow, mm-hmm. then you can start to make changes towards feeling flow more often so in your case like you were talking about you know doing your morning rituals and and stuff like that like that's been feeling really good for you mm-hmm. and I, th- I think for both of us we've been a little bit more grounded in allowing ourselves to allowing ourselves to relax first of all without judgment
1: uh yeah because that's part of the flow
0: because that's part of the flow right it's like
1: being in alignment and listening to your body When it wants to do something.
0: Yeah. Working when we have the compulsion to like work and put in the time and effort to Mm -hmm. like create stuff or work on the website or the podcast or whatever, like right now, like this doesn't, we're just talking, we're just capturing something we'd probably already be talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just happen to be sitting with us. So we appreciate that. (laughs) Um, And Uh, Literally, I have a tripod here, like feels like it's a friend, like sitting on the floor, Indian style, talking to us. Hi, friend. Hi, thanks for being here. (laughs) Uh, So, I I mean, I think generally um, it's been really helpful for both getting us into a flow, keeping us kind of calm and centered. It's actually the game itself has actually been a part of our daily flow as well. Like Mm -hmm. we both use it as transition points.
1: Yeah, it's been a really good transition for me because it's something that you need to it feels similar and this might sound weird but it feels similar to being in the shower for me in that like when you're in the shower you're only focused on like the ritual of like cleansing, you know, and you can't do anything else, which is why you get really good ideas when you're in the shower generally because you're not like trying to multitask. Yeah. And Animal Crossing is great because you can't really you can't multitask, but you do have to be present and paying attention. Like when I'm fishing on animal crossing, I have to pay attention so that I hit the button at the right time. Right. But I'm not focused on anything else. And it really allows the rest of my brain to just like be present, but also process whatever it needs to process, which right. is great.
0: Yeah. And I love being able to, like you said, that's a really good point that like you're focused and I feel immersed in it like I feel invested mm-hmm. in the island uh yeah. its inhabitants like uh you know we're, we're sometimes I, I thought about it afterwards I was like we had a conversation about people on the island outside of this experience <laughs> we were like that that little octopus guy I was like why is, is Octavia
1: such a jerk
0: <laughs> <laughs> right I don't like he's not so bad he just shares what he's thinking no That's he, all. yeah
1: I formed <laughs> up to him right <laughs> he was kind of a jerk to me in the beginning but it's fine.
0: <laughs> but also, generally, it but we
1: have like favorite characters and stuff,
0: and and, and, it, and it simplifies that sense of community. Mm-hmm. That simplifies that that sort of um, sense of belonging, in a sense. Yeah. Um, if you think about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is there's like other episodes on that, you can go look that up. Um, it it solves and makes you feel this sense of getting your survival needs met and your love and belonging needs met, safety and security. And, you know developing a sense of self-esteem on the island too like tom nook satisfies the self-esteem element Mm -hmm. and then like the literal development of the island is your self-actualization
1: yeah it's (laughs) wonderful and self-actualization and sharing with actual real people because you can open the island to visitors Mm -hmm. and you can also go and visit other people's islands which number one is really nice during quarantine because you can actually like have these little virtual celebrations with your characters yeah but you're also like expressing your Yourself with like, your island you're like look at all this hard work that i put into this island i've got this fountain and these roads and look at how pretty it is and people <laughs> can come and see like i have a friend who actually set up vendor stalls on her island as if it were like a comic con because right. she misses comic cons right now she usually vends and it's really great to go and hang out and see the actualization of all of her like Repetitive work that she's done to create that yeah and hang
0: out yeah i'm seeing lots of expressions of creativity, which is really great too, mm-hmm. um whether it 's on like Kutaku or one of those websites where you can see like someone's someone made a uh, haunted mansion island, so which is great. fantastic. <laughs> Um, And and a lot of people are converting like houses into like cafes, just a lot of really great creativity to see as well Um, and to explore. You know, Uh it's like there is um, what I appreciate is, first of all, it is it is allowing for my interior design sensibilities to be nourished because I really, have, I've always enjoy, enjoyed interior design, but I never had the budget or the means to really explore and express that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to be able to do that within this game is really fun and interesting as well. You
1: should see his house, you guys. Oh, it's
0: real great. (laughs) I love it. It's so cozy. I want to live there. Um, so I'm curious as to like, you know, the interior design stuff I think is one of my favorite elements. What's something that's really sticking out to you is like an element you really enjoy
1: I really like the interior design too I also really love the fashion part of it it's really funny though like it's been interesting to me because I love that a lot of the outfits that I've started collecting on Animal Crossing mm-hmm. resemble my favorite outfits in real life so it sh- it just shows me that I've got alignment with like my sense of style I'm like oh look there's a yellow jumpsuit on Animal Crossing right. that's my favorite outfit in right. real life um, but I really like the fishing Mm-hmm. on Animal Crossing because like I said it's a way to really be you have to be present and paying attention and I can't do anything like I can't even be eating a snack like right while I'm fishing because right. if I don't hit the button at the right time I won't get the fish right so I love just running back and forth around the island and just fishing for yeah. like two hours because I like fishing in real life too so it's like calming to me
0: yeah it's it's made me more curious about exploring that I've never wanted to go fishing it's but it's so good but maybe I maybe I'd be more open to it
1: <laughs> although fishing in real life is not, not as it's easy it's be the same <laughs>
0: yeah right. it's
1: just as like relaxing but fishing in real life is grosser because you have to like actually get the fish off the hook and Let's, whatever whereas animal crossing the fish just like lands in your hand and you're like it's off the hook already yay. i'm gonna put it in my pocket and you don't
0: have to cut it and eat it and cook it or anything you don't like have that. to eat fish if you, you fish
1: in real life you, you just don't, it's just for catch and release or
0: sell it well i'm just like <laughs> in comparison to like animal crossing like right
2: there, there are el-
0: like the gamifying elements you know, make it simplified. But once you start to translate stuff into real life, it's it, the things are still going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be flow and easy and fun and, and joyful and relaxing. Mm-hmm. But these are elements and ways to know when you're doing the things that are feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted to kind of go back to like the 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 trying on different outfits and the interior design stuff because there's an element of this, and the reason I wanted to bring it up was because there's an element of creative exploration that is low stakes, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's like I, a practice I, ground. I love going to to go shopping and trying on clothes and stuff like that. But a, I don't, I don't always have enough money to just buy whatever I want. And B there, no matter, I don't care what your personality type is. There's always an element of consideration of, of how you feel like you're going to be perceived or you're going to look or how you're going to feel,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, when you're wearing something out into the world, like I I take more creative fashion risks mm-hmm. in Animal Crossing to really express what I would like to wear yeah. or what I would, would love to <laughs> feel like I could wear. Um, he has an ice cream hat. I have an ice cream cat, cat, hat. I wish it was a cat. Ice cream Um, hat. Ice cream hat that feels like a turban, but it's like a little more pointy.
1: His wardrobe is like bigger than mine. It's really fun.
0: I love it because before, you know, before I moved back to the East Coast, I was diving into like men's fashion as a way to kind of discipline myself a little bit, but also to have to develop a personal sense of pride in, you know, what I war and how i presented myself and and my personal expression and i think that allowed for me to really um to really to to really feel grounded in that so to this is reinvigorating some of my love of that mm-hmm. and it's also providing some some uh encouragement to continue growing dopamine and like like a lot of the digital products i'm trying to make and coaching and stuff like that because to do that to serve people in this way gets us more money which allows us for the opportunities to like to taste test more things like this mm-hmm. to try more uh, take more creative fashion risks or interior design risks or to be able to go fishing and do that stuff more mm-hmm. often or to you know eventually get a house and plant things you know you see the progression of that in a more compact uh sort of you know feedback loop kind of way Mm -hmm. but again if you're cultivating a sense of purpose and you're doing something you love and you're able to find a way to do that consistently and find a way to make money from that consistently and it feels good and you're taking care of your body and you're you're developing rituals and all of these things like what is exemplified in the game Um, amidst the idea of having to like eat and exercise and do all those physical things too Mm -hmm. uh you know it shows the possibilities of being able to like you know actually thrive as a person Mm
1: -hmm. and have
0: a long life and enjoy your life
1: animal crossing is teaching me uh to make (laughs) money management like a fun creative ritual too (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because like because it's a game and it's gamified, you get extra points every time you log into the financial portal or whatever. So now it's just like part of my ritual to go see how many bells I have, which bells are like the money thing or whatever. Currency. Currency. And I go and I'm like, all right, well, 10% of these bells goes into savings. I'll pay off a little bit more of my loan for my house. And Mm. now I'm going to go out and go fishing. Like, it's just, it's great practice for all the real life things.
0: Yeah. And I, I guess it's, I mean, unless we can think of something else, that's probably the last thing that I can really think of covering is like the, the money part of it is it's like practice for being able to like pay yourself first, which was one of the the big lessons that I started learning about like financial
2: management
0: mm-hmm. is that like you do all this work, you earn all of this. Um, you know, you're doing the work, you're earning it, you're doing the repetitive tasks, etc. Um, and it would be a shame to just waste it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, because then you would wake up the next day and you feel like, ugh, I gotta work. I gotta make up the minimum so that I can even just buy the thing that I want to buy mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, if you're saving that money, paying yourself first, which is basically when you get a paycheck or anything like that, like putting 10% away from savings, not mm-hmm. to make this an achievement podcast, but this is part of it, um, you know, put it in savings, pay little bits of debt whenever possible. And, uh, you know, kind of making that a part of the cycle is you just kind of get into this. It's part of the flow.
1: I thought of another thing too though that sure. we haven't mentioned because yeah. you like mentioned it briefly in the beginning but haven't gotten into it is like the idea of community and relationships. Yes. Because another thing that's gamified that I really appreciate because I naturally do this in real life is like checking in with your friends on the island. So talking to all of your neighbors and making sure that they're all okay, that's one of my rituals too is that I go to everyone's houses and find everyone on the island and talk to them. And that's like another really great like repetitive but gamified way to be like, "Oh yeah, like, Like, so I do that with my friends in real life, too. I'm like, did I check on everybody today? You know, I have a circle of like seven-ish people that I check on every day. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really great way to, because that's part of Ikigai, too, is like loving community relationships.
0: And I I think that's good for me as someone like me as an INTP you know, it's not always natural for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so learning to do that as part of the flow of things that like people want to stay in your island. A, a that people want to stay in your island and B, that it doesn't involve having to check in with the entire world. Right. Right. Like and the, you get
1: nook miles. Usually it's like talk to three friends <laughs> right. and you can claim miles. And <laughs> that's,
0: that's all you need to do. I think it's yeah. part of sustaining a personal community is... You know, keeping it small, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the most you can have on the island is like 10 people.
1: Yeah,
0: it's pretty small. And I think that's relative to the amount of people that I think may have the most relevance in your life over the course of your life, Mm -hmm. really. And people are going to kind of come and go as their needs change and your needs change. Mm -hmm. But I think essentially, if you're able to uh, to nurture those and it doesn't take a lot, Mm -hmm. it just it's just you You talk to them and you just say like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And they're like, it's a nice day or I'm fishing or.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, it doesn't have to be a long interaction. It's yeah. just like a, it's like a check-in kind of a thing.
0: I think it's a good reminder of the power of small talk. Because mm-hmm. I think there's and this. just
1: saying hi and smiling at people.
0: I think because, <laughs> and, and I'm only speaking as an INTP, that I think that because I can go really in depth with stuff where I can get really hooked and start talking like crazy, mm-hmm. that we can assume that if we invite someone into our world and say hello just Mm -hmm. say hello, check in, that we'll assume that they're going to take all of our time and energy and just keep yapping and talking and wasting our time. (laughs) And all it really takes is something simple like, hey, you good? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: I love your shirt. That's snazzy. And then they say, thank you. And then you both brightened each other's days. And that's all that's required.
0: Then you move on. You go back to fishing.
1: I'm gonna start a camp- <laughs> I, right. I'm gonna start a campaign for like Animal Crossing like interactions on like Twitter.
0: <laughs> That's yeah.
1: what I'm trying to do every single day. Is I'm just trying to have lovely little interactions with people with 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 the people <laughs>
0: that are you know engaging and charming and part of your world. Yeah. Essentially. Um, so I want to ask this as a way to kind of start landing the plane. Is like, what are some aspects of Animal Crossing that after this pandemic essentially is like fading as we, as we get to a new normal, uh, what would you like to bring into the new normal that is Animal Crossing inspired?
1: Uh, definitely the daily rituals. Like I have daily rituals inspired by Animal Crossing, but also kind of growing symbiotically at the same time that I just want to continue. I think continuing the focus on smaller As opposed to like being worried about the entire world all the time because we're not built for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think because the stress is mounting and it's so intense, I think people are having to kind of check out from being looking at the news every single second because our brains are not built for that. So I've felt so much better and comforted. It's not putting my head in the sand, but it's like focusing smaller. So yeah. I'm focusing on what we've got going on here and my circle of like seven people, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing to me. And then anything bigger that I can do is like an added bonus. Mm-hmm. But I can make the biggest difference in my circle.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I think I would I would agree with that. Like I would I would also apply that to me as well because I think. I think what's really been helpful about Animal Crossing, and it kind of went into the podcast I did recently, I think it was the last episode about um, the open seas of the internet, mm-hmm. um, is that really when you're focusing on your island, or if you go visit someone's island, like you're being respectful of that love their, of, turf. Of their turf, mm-hmm. or you're going to an uninhabited island and you're totally reeking of their resources. <laughs> but that, that's a different story that's altogether. A
1: different metaphor. That's a different metaphor altogether.
0: <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's like uh, you're focused on your your world, your space, your people. And it's mm-hmm. not in an us versus them kind of way. It's not like mine's better than theirs. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's 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 the simple concept of keeping your eyes on your own paper
2: because
0: mm-hmm. yeah, we, we get very fixated on whether it's the news, uh, FOMO, fear of missing out mm-hmm. or um, having to display how great our life is and broadcast it. Like one of the, one of the features, mm-hmm. I, w- I will call it a feature um, <laughs> that I love about our relationship is that neither of us really feel the desire to brag about it. Yeah. Well, like we were, I I love our relationship mm-hmm. so very much, but it's not, it's not one of those things where you're just like on Facebook all the time being like, I love my partner. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It comes out every once in a while, but mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you need the broadcast to the other islands. Yeah, to it's <laughs> to not come really to an
1: impulse to like project that all the time. Like if people ask me about it, I'll be like, "Yeah, it's amazing." Blah blah blah. But whereas in previous relationships that weren't necessarily at their core very strong, <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt like I had to be like. Look at this amazing relationship. Nobody asked me about it. I'm gonna get ahead of it and tell you how amazing it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag best wife ever or whatever. Oh man. Whereas now it's just like I don't really need to bring it up because Mm. it's just it's just good and it's our own like it's our own thing. But if people ask me, I'll be like, Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It just is
0: and you let it be. Mm -hmm. And I I think that um I think that exemplifies just kind of being on your island and focusing on the island and nurturing it and getting in flow and talking with the residents. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and tending,
0: tending to the to garden things. of
1: your relationships. Yeah.
0: So I, I think if I were to kind of pick my, I guess, my own thing that I would take from Animal Crossing into the world after this madness. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Is that we want a house with a black roof.
0: Yes, we definitely want that. <laughs> Uh, I think it would be to continue to take uh, uh personal creative risks, yeah when it comes to style expression or even like interior design stuff, because I really enjoy it whenever we 've moved things around like i 've got a pretty good sense of visual spatial uh-ness mm-hmm. so i really enjoy using that skill i
1: put a new wall hanging in our bedroom and i don't know if you saw it yet i have
0: not seen it yet but, but that's exciting i will go uh <laughs> make a verdict on that <laughs> truth soon
1: more creative risks
0: <laughs> but yes creative risks um personally but then also you know a little bit publicly mm-hmm. a lot of bit publicly probably once i get the opportunity to do some clothes shopping or or try something like that mm-hmm. i would love to be able to um let go of some fear of external judgment because that doesn't really matter The just keeping focused on the island is yeah. is the thing
1: mm-hmm. so and what makes you happy
0: yeah so i want to hear from you guys like what has if you've played animal crossing i want you to ask answer that question mm-hmm. um is there some aspect of it that you would love to take into the world with you uh going forward um You know, whether it's now or after everything kind of subsides and you get to be in the public a little bit more, uh, what do you want your life to look like? And not only what do you want it to look like, but is there something that you will actually do or can do um, going forward into the the days ahead? Mm -hmm. So any other thoughts?
1: No, I think you guys should play Animal Crossing and also like, you know, focus on your your circle and be much happier
0: yeah so with with all of that said um I appreciate you guys I mentioned a couple of podcast episodes on this about uh, uh the uh, uh I had it Maslow's hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. and the last episode about the open ocean of the internet. I want you guys to go <laughs> check those p- episodes out. Um, we have a Patreon, Patreon.com/dopamine, and we also have our uh, chatbot, which is I'm building it slowly and slower and slower. Uh, so I would love it if you go to dopamine.life and go take our personality tests there to figure out what your personality type is and define your sense of normal.
1: Yeah. And if you want like a way to get into grounding rituals, especially if you're like in on the East coast in like the late morning, I do like daily doodling sessions. That's basically a way to just get grounded. It's a daily ritual at the Darling Revolution Instagram. And it's really, really good. It's been helping me and a bunch of other people. So
0: fantastic yeah that said uh appreciate you guys thank you for listening to this episode again like subscribe all that fun stuff and uh thank you for being on this episode
1: yeah i appreciate you super fun
0: i'm gonna press i love you too yeah (laughs) there you go um thank you guys for listening i'll talk to you next time take care of yourselves and each other and i'll catch you next time on dopamine see ya bye Has been a C Note Media production.
2: I'm Hayden, and I'm an ENTP. I went into that session thinking, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out more about myself. Great, and this will be fun." But it wasn't just that. Like, I really got my top blown. Like, I, <laughs> I look at myself completely differently now. I look at my relationships differently now. I'm in the process of figuring out how. I work best as a creative person, as a business owner. I had to recontextualize a lot of my life, which was work, but it was the kind of work that gives you more clarity moving forward. And I I thought I was doing it one way and that was the way I was supposed to do it. And then I sat down for a freaking hour session and you know, my whole life is different after that. (laughs) I saw everything differently after leaving. There was there was sort of life before this and life after, which I know sounds extreme but it's not that's ex- that's totally true for me. It's so satisfying to understand yourself. It's a huge relief and like if our if our goal if, if our life is about you know having a relationship with yourself so that you can experience the world in a true and natural way and like sort of live to your fullest potential, This is so essential to that. Like, If you don't know yourself, if you don't know how you work best and how you connect best, how can you hope to feel free in your own life? If I hadn't had a session, I would not have been able to start that work at all. And I can't imagine my life without it now. Um, I think it would have taken me a lot longer to come to peace with myself and really start to appreciate who I am, what I make, how I make relationships with others, how I tend to that relationship, how I tend to myself. And it's incredibly helpful to be guided through that by a person with so much knowledge about what these types mean, how you can interpret that, how you can apply to your daily life these principles um, and just new ways of being Um, so I really appreciated it I can't recommend it enough I feel like it's all I've talked about with people since I keep bringing it up I don't even care if I'm annoying (laughs) Um, it's just been a, a really huge perspective shift for me
0: Sign up for your own one-on-one personality profiling session at dopamine.life slash profiling session today.